Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So I've got a new conspiracy theory that I've been thinking about, and I hope I'm wrong. Over the last few years, it seemed odd to me that the global elite and the central planners have made such a push for immigration. Now, I understand that their two main priorities are reducing population and reducing energy use. And I guess I would throw in there, uh, they're, they're all Marxists. So they're, they're central planners. They want to consolidate control, power, and wealth. I think that goes without saying. The whole immigration thing seemed a bit odd, kind of out in right field. But now it's, it, it's starting to make more sense. Now, this could be what I'm going to share with you right now. Could be coincidence. I hope that it is, but it might not be. And I'm going to go through a couple different stories here and then connect some dots so you guys can give this some thought. I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm saying, especially in today's day and age, it's something we have to consider. So let's start by going over to Marxist.org. And this pretty much sums up their position on a lot of things or their ideology, if you want to call it that. Destroy the old to build the new. Destroy the old to build build the new. And then if we go over to the World Economic Forum's website, it's time to rethink migration. Now, when I was looking this up, I, I thought that it was interesting to say the least that they seem to refuse to use the word immigration. I don't know if they're doing that intentionally because they want to be precise about a definition, I doubt it. I think more likely, if it, and I've done a lot of research on the World Economic Forum, as you guys know, read a lot of their stuff, and my base case would be they're using this word because immigration is might be politically incorrect. That may have a negative connotation. But I just highlight this story to show you that this is the push from these global elite. This is the push from the Klaus Schwab types, the George Soros types, the Davos types, if you will. So now what I'd like to do is share a story with you guys that I'm, I'm sure you've heard about. And uh, for this, we'll go over, and I'm going to switch up the screen share, and we'll go over to Timcast IRL. And I really enjoy this YouTube channel. I think Tim is great. But let's check out what's going on in Ireland right now and maybe some comments by someone who i'm a big fan of and that would be conor mcgregor they become terrified of their own government conor mcgregor reacts to dublin riots after declaring ireland is at war for this he is under criminal investigation this is how crazy it is take a look conor mcgregor said he does not condone the riots in dublin but insisted that a change must occur after a knife attack left five people injured, including three children. I like how they say, I like how they say five people. Just say three children. Now, one of the things that I find suspicious, to say the least, is why these people that are pushing for immigration, migration, whatever you want to call it, are just doing it open-ended. Like, like what happened to the type of immigration or migration where you look at the person and determine whether or not that's someone who is likely to benefit society at large. Now, back when I was growing up, I thought that was kind of the, the way it worked. And oddly enough, I know in the United States, it's almost the inverse. And I, I know from personal experience, you guys know that Angie and Joaquin, 
have worked for me for quite some time, going all the way back to 2013. And I brought them to Colombia from Ecuador. And they're my architect, designer, husband and wife team. And they are outstanding citizens, to say the least. They are top shelf. I mean, they're going to church every single Sunday. They've got three kids. Uh, they, they they don't drink. They don't do drugs. Uh, they are high degrees of integrity. And they have just top-notch character. They are the types of people that you would want your your kids to grow up to be. They are productive members of society, to say the least. They are the individuals that you would want to come to the United States. <laughs> They're the ones that would improve everything around them, produce more goods and services, create a, an environment, hire people. I mean, for heaven's sakes, when I brought them here from Ecuador, they didn't have a pot to piss in. And now they've got two huge businesses. They employ probably 20 or 30 people and they're growing their business. Again, the exact type of entrepreneurial spirit, the exact type of intelligent, ambitious individuals that you would want to come into your country. Now, they have tried to get just a tourist visa to come to the United States well over 10 times, and they get denied every single time. Every single, they can't even get a tourist visa every single time they get denied. But yet, all these people that are uh, that are flooding through the border down south are, are just welcomed with opened arms and given all of these freebies and all of these handouts. The people that have zero skills, the, 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 the people that are only going to the United States because we are giving out those freebies. This is the environment that we face right now in the United States. So it, it seems very suspicious, to say the least. I don't understand that. You would think that if you did have an immigration policy, if you wanted to have tight borders or whatever it was, or if you wanted uh, to invite more people to come in, that you would be selective about that. But again, we see the, the complete opposite. And it seems like it's not just the United States. It seems like it's the vast majority of Europe as well. Let's get back to this story. But before we do, I want to remind everyone, and this is not my word, this is going back to Milton Friedman, right? that there's a very simple solution for this. Everyone talks about how the United States was a country of immigrants. Absolutely true. 100%. The difference is we didn't have welfare. So I'm someone that believes we should almost have open borders, almost, but we shouldn't have any welfare. And if you get rid of the welfare, if you get rid of the freebies, if you get rid of all these things, not just for the immigrants, but for society at large, just watch to see the people that will start funneling into your country. It's going to be the Angies and Joaquins. It's not going to be the people who are coming across the border who have no skills whatsoever, or the people that are coming across the border that, like this gentleman in Ireland, are clearly mentally ill. But let's get back to the video. And two adults. A five year old girl was left in critical condition. After an attack in Dublin on Thursday, November 23rd, which led to violent protests in the Irish capital. I will add some of the videos of looting clearly not over immigration. It is a bunch of people just smashing and stealing stuff. And they're saying, oh, they're far right now. Those guys, that's opportunistic. Mm -hmm. We see those. We see that happen all the time. But what we are seeing is a lot of the nationalist personalities in Europe pointing out that the the indigenous populations of these countries the white majority and, and, and natives to these lands are, are, are actually protesting, they're actually rioting. 
It's not just in Dublin. We'll get into more details in a, in a minute on France. We'll, we'll talk about that in another segment. But even in France, you had, I believe it was an Algerian immigrant mm -hmm. threatening, uh, they're here to stab white people. And then a teenager was stabbed and killed. Okay, so you guys understand the story. You 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 see the dynamic at play here. Now, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but I also want to point out that this is a very slippery slope. So it's not just the immigration coming in, but it's the response to that immigration, or at least the, the crazies that are coming in, let's say. It's the response to that. It, it's the writing, which is understandable, totally understandable. But it puts society as a whole on a very, very slippery slope. This is what I'm referring to. Let's go right over to Zero Hedge. This is a quote, believe it or not, from one of these politicians over there. And I, I hear a lot of people that are kind of cheering for the, the populist, we'll call them right-wing leaders, uh, thinking that they are very libertarian um, maybe, <laughs> but maybe not. Uh, and, and I may agree with a lot of their views, but I'm definitely going to call out things that they're saying that are absolutely insane. And, and just as authoritarian as what we heard from the left crazies during the Cervasa sickness, right? Whether the authoritarianism is on the left or right, it's irrelevant. It's bad. It's not what we want. We do not want authoritarianism, regardless of what the battle cry is. So getting back to this, this gentleman, according to Zero Hedge, actually said we need to demolish mosques in Sweden. We need to demolish them. What? <laughs> like, are you insane? Like, this is crazy talk. Now, I understand if you want to make sure that your country is just allowing the Angie and Joaquins. I get it. I totally get it. Now, I think, again, you should eliminate all welfare and you should do all these things and that would pretty much solve your problem. But assuming you don't want to go that route, that you should have a selection process and the, the bar should be very high to come into the country. But it is a whole other ballgame when you're talking about destroying places of worship. Like th this is a line that you do not want to cross. It's the exact same thing as the lockdowns, the exact same thing. Just like you had people on the left back then that were arguing for it because of this justification and that justification and this rationale, that rationale, you're going to have people that are doing the exact same thing as to why we need to demolish mosques. But what they don't under, while they may I don't know if they have a legitimate reason for that, but they may have a, a, a reason that some may view as legitimate. What we need to really understand is the slippery slope that this puts us on. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com 
forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So let's just say for a moment that you're someone that thinks this is a good idea. Okay, you want to give the government the type of power and control to lock you in a cage, or do you want to give them the power and the control to determine what churches they want to destroy? Because I can promise you one thing, that if you give them the power to go after mosques today, they will go after your church tomorrow. So when I started reading stories like this, then I started to look at this or think about this through the lens of this huge push that we have seen over the last decade from the George Soros types, from the Klaus Schwab types, from the Davos types, this huge push for immigration and not the type of immigration that would bring in people that would be productive members of society, but just blanket immigration that brings in maybe that, that, in fact, it's not even blanket immigration. It's inverse immigration. It's where we shun the productive people and then we invite in all the crazies, the people or the people without a skill set, the people that are dependent upon the state or the people that, let's just say, are more prone to these types of activities, the type of activities that we saw in Dublin. You see, if this is your MO, what are you really trying to do here? Are, are you really trying to off your, offer a, a safe place, for lack of a better term, to all of these refugees that are under extreme conditions at no fault of their own? And we should be very, very compassionate towards and sympathetic. It, it, is that your real motivation here? Or is that just the way you're presenting it? You see, it's just like climate change, right? I can assure you of one thing. Klaus Schwab and the global elite don't care about polar bears. They don't care about baby seals. They don't care about hurricanes. They just give lip service to climate change because it helps them achieve their objectives of taking over power and control. So it seems to me that this push towards immigration could be the exact same thing. But this is just simply PR because they don't want to come out and say what their true intentions are, and that is breaking down society so they can build back new, just like the Marxist mantra. Because we all know they're central planners. There's no disputing that. And I think if you dig a little deeper, it becomes just as obvious that they're all Marxists. So if they're a Marxist at heart, why wouldn't they want, why wouldn't they follow this type of strategy that is pervasive throughout Marxism. It's one of the fundamentals of Marxism. And if you're going to put me in their shoes and say, George, how would you break down society? How would you destabilize society to a point where you could just tear it all down and start from scratch? What you would have to do is create civil war. You would have to create infighting, not just between different groups, but between even the same groups within society. And if you look at what's happening here, we are on a very slippery slope, regardless of what your opinion is on demolishing mosques, regardless of what your opinion is on the stabbing, the riots in, in Ireland. We have to all agree on one thing, and that's this is putting us on a very, very, very slippery slope towards authoritarianism and towards, quite frankly, civil war, not just in the United States, but in Ireland and in, in Sweden, 
to where the fabric of society is being torn down by its own citizens who are now infighting, who are now put into a position to where they are seeing each other as the enemy. And, and you say, well, George, well, no, they're not seeing each other as the enemy. They're only seeing the foreigners as the enemy and whatnot. Oh, wait, there is more. Let's look at another story. And I think these, although they may seem at surface level to be talking about completely different things, I believe they could be one and the same. We shift from Ireland and what's happening in Europe and to a large degree here in the United States with immigration. And now let's go over to Seattle the West Coast, Wall Street Journal, a labor strike over shoplifting. Now, you may say to yourself, okay, George, ha, 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 ha. Well, that's what the liberals get for defunding the police. That's what they get for uh, you know, doing all these things that have broken down rule of law. And okay, I get it. I agree. But let's think about this through the lens of destabilizing economy, Marxism, the global elite. Okay. So what we're seeing here is it's not just a labor strike over shoplifting, but it's the unions are now fighting with people that used to be on their team. And again, to a certain degree, I think it, it kind of serves them right. But on the other hand, I'm like, wait a minute or wait a minute. Let, let's fast forward three, four, five years and we get to the point where everybody is fighting with one another. It's not just the left that's fighting the right. It's the left that's fighting amongst each other. There, there's 15 different factions, let's say, of the, of the left. And same with the right. And they're all fighting against one another to the point where society can't even function. So my point here, getting back to Seattle, is... Unite, and I'm reading, United Food and Commercial Workers, Locals 3000, say Macy is not doing enough to address shoplifting, violent shoppers, and other safety threats to worker and customers. Among evidence, the union points to incident involving Lisa Lewick, a longtime employee of Macy's store uh, 20 miles north of downtown. So she says she would see frequent shoplifting, even occasional violence. The lack of security affects our customers too. But when she called 911, a, report, a repeat shoplifter that even law enforcement was familiar with, Macy's suspended her without pay for nearly three weeks. So basically, Macy's did this because they want to wave, they want the virtue signal to everyone saying that, oh no, we're not racist. Oh no, we're not going to call the police. We hate the police too. We think we should defund. This whole narrative that we see spring up in the left behind the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever it is, right? They want to pander to this audience. But what they're doing effectively is they're pissing off the union, which is also on the far left, because they're, if you want to believe them, they're trying to stand up for their employees. So it gets to the point where the unions on the left are fighting with the virtue signalers on the left as well. Just like we're seeing the people in Ireland start fighting amongst one another. And just like we are seeing these politicians start again, it's hard for me to even believe the guy said that, but to, 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 to literally start demolishing places of worship. I mean, that should be one of the fundamentals of modern society is freedom of religion for heaven's sakes. And if you want to argue 
that uh, a mosque is, is kind of a hotbed for uh, you know things that are counterproductive for Western values. That look, you can't. That now you're going down the path like Minority Report. You're you're, you're trying to prevent crime by prosecuting someone for a crime before they even commit it and then justifying it. Well, you can't do that. You cannot do that. <laughs> You've got to wait until someone commits a crime. They're, they're, they're not guilty of a crime until they commit the crime, for heaven's sakes, right? But anyway, getting back to this article, uh, you see all the shoplifters, you see this movement on the left to basically get rid of rule of law, get rid of the police. And now you see this infighting amongst members of the same group. So now it's not just the right and left. It's the point where everyone is fighting, and I think it's going to get much, much worse. So then you have to ask the question, is this something that's planned? Or is this just coincidence? Is it just part of the fourth turning? Or is it something that's maybe both? Maybe this is part of the fourth, fourth turning. The global elite realize that. And remember their main mantra, you never let a crisis go to waste. So they're seeing the tailwind of the fourth turning as far as breaking down society, as far as destabilizing society. And they're like, hey, why not add fuel to the fire? Let's push all of these policies that we know are going to destabilize society even further. Let's defund the police. Let, let's, let's do inverse, we'll call it inverse immigration because it's the inverse of what you would want. Let's keep out all the good people or the qualified people the very productive people, let's bring in the people that are crazies with no skill set and let's push this and let's just sit back. Let's create this powder keg and then let's light the fuse and see what happens. Well, we know what's going to happen. And that goes right back to the first website that we went over. It's you're going to destroy everything that was built in order to build again new in some sort of Marxist utopia. So the I know a lot of you right now are probably saying, hey, George, this isn't a new conspiracy theory. I've known this for the last 10 years. <laughs> and hey, you got a point there. But for me, this is, I don't know if this is an epiphany moment, but these are some of the dots that I've connected that I wanted to share with you. And if this is true, we've got big, big problems, guys. I mean, I mean this, is, this is a huge problem because before, you know, if you just look at 2020, 2021, we could see the authoritarianism pretty much on the left. And then we saw on the right, well, they were going down the path more uh, of what I would consider freedom and individual liberty. But now it seems like the rights going down that path of crazyville just as bad as the left did. And what happens when you go full circle, where now, whether you're on the right or left, you're pushing towards bigger government, more central planning, and more authoritarianism for what you deem, and I'm not talking about the rebel capitalist community, but society at large, what they deem to be perfectly legitimate concerns. You have to go back to the 1930s in Germany or any of these times in history where, where people do things that... Looking back in, in retrospect, we, we can't even believe that human beings could do that to other human beings. And there's a lot of variables that go into this, obviously. But one of the main variables is we've got to get them before they get us. That's how people position the dynamic, that, that we've got to get them before they get us. That puts you on a very, very slippery slope. And that's exactly what I see happening 
right here, wherever the, the story was. Uh, well, I don't know where we put the zero hedge story, but that's exactly what I see happening. Here we go. With this demolish mosques. This, this is quintessential. This is exactly what you saw happening. <laughs> Let's just call a spade a spade and say at the late 1920s, early 1930s in, in Germany. We got to get them before they get us. All right, guys, uh, some scary stuff here for sure. We'll definitely have to pay attention to this. Hopefully, I'm completely wrong. And hopefully, this is just total coincidence. But if we see, but regardless, even if it is coincidental, if we see the left and right continuing down this path towards totalitarianism and authoritarianism, we need to stand up and say, hey, this is wrong regardless of what political party is pushing this. All right, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.